Hey everybody, so before we jump into today's podcast, I just wanted to A, thank you guys, give you a little bit of a reminder. If you enjoy this content, however you're watching it, consuming it, please like, follow, subscribe, whatever you gotta do, comment on it. If you can, leave us a review. It really helps us out and it can help grow our platform and reach more people. And if you know someone that can benefit from this, please share it with them. If you have a question, if you wanna reach out to us, let us know. And then lastly, we have all of our amazing programs, courses, and coaching available in the resources below. So check that out. Definitely take advantage of it. We have everything from free options all the way up to paid programs and everything in between to fit pretty much anyone's budget. And it's just a matter of how customized it's going to be based on the price point. So there's really something for everybody. Thank you guys. Let's get on into the episode. Yeah, fighters, what's going on, everybody? Another episode of the Life of a Fighter podcast. Before we jump into today's podcast, this episode and every episode is brought to you by the Life of a Fighter website. We have all of our awesome content on there from our Fitness Nutrition Vault to our free blog content to the podcast articles to YouTube videos and all that fun stuff. We also have our shop where you can check out all of our awesome products and services and get access to things that you normally wouldn't get access to. We have our awesome clothing line. You can check that out at LOF clothing.com. We also have a link on our main website. You can also check out more info about our coaching services by clicking the get started tab. That's where you can check out a little bit more about some of the things that we offer. You can put your information in. I can touch base with you, either get on the phone, text or email, have one of our coaches do it as well and talk about what the best program probably would be for you, whether it's with us or somebody else, just kind of getting you in that right direction. And then also, if you want to support the podcast or support those that support us, you can check out below in our description. We have all of our supporters. We have other great ways to support the podcast to keep us going. Um, if you're interested in that and if not, I just always like to say, I appreciate you guys check us out on social media as well to get some more awesome, exciting news and things going on our newsletter as well. Put your email in, we'll get you going and yeah, y'all let's jump into this podcast. Yeah, fighters. So today we're covering the four P's for success. And actually I have to credit this, um, we, the, the true source of the four P's, at least the ones that I'm going to be using today or talking about today are from a wellness and balance class over at Pace this week. And our CODA, Dana, actually brought them up. And I thought they were actually just really awesome across the board, not just for what our theme originally was this week, which was ADLs, which is an acronym for activities of daily living, which really become more important for the geriatric population as they age. And especially when injuries start to come around and different variables of dementia and cognitive issues, ADLs become more of a challenge for the typical population or the most population I think is going to be listening to this podcast, not as relevant. Um, but the four P's I think can translate to other things for nutrition, for exercise, and just for success in general, even business success. And and those four P's are plan, prioritize, pace, and position. And I'll kind of first talk about how they apply to ADLs, activities of daily living, and then kind of extrapolate where I think it fits into other lifestyles and variables. Um, So again, activities of daily living are things that we're going to be doing on a daily basis that have to do with our lifestyle. So for example, getting out of bed in the morning, putting on our clothes, um, getting in and out of the tub or or the bathroom and um, breakfast, putting on your shoes, any of those things that we can kind of take for granted a lot of times, again, believe it or not, can be an issue, geri- geriatric population, or even for uh, cognitively impaired or dementia um, in general. So first one, 
planning. And this was applied for, again, our population specifically of what we were talking to in Wellness of Balance. So planning out your day so that if you know you have um, a doctor's appointment, if you know that you have um, going into pace for the day, or if you're trying to see family or whatever's going on, you have a plan on how that's going to kind of be executed, whether it's needing support, whether it's, you know, what's going to happen first. And that kind of feeds into the next P of prioritize. Um, so that's kind of from an ADL's perspective planning. Okay. How am I going to get my socks on? Do I need an adaptive piece of equipment? Things like that. Then how I think it applies to fitness, health, and lifestyle in general is making a plan. Like again, just as simple, having an agenda, like I have my agenda book, um, that I write down what's my game plan, my goals um, in general for the next 12 weeks or what I'm mapping out in the short term, what my objectives are for that day. I have my schedule and I lay it out on my schedule kind of as a rough sketch. And of course, that's open to change sometimes um, depending on what's going on and what happens. And then also doing a recap at the end of the day, which I think is part of planning so that you can kind of assess, adapt, and then for the following day, lay out and grow. Um, So that's kind of from a planning perspective. From nutrition, we're planning out, okay, what are my foods? What can I have? What can I have? And there's different levels of depth you can get into there, meaning, you know, how much detail do you need? Some people, um, I'm going to bring up this analogy of a chef versus uh, a cooker or a baker kind of analogy. And the, the idea here is a cook doesn't need exact specific lists, just kind of a general detail and guidelines. A baker is going to need a play-by-play list of like, okay, I'm going to have five almonds with uh, a cup of oats with, um, you know, a quarter cup of berries, et cetera, et cetera, and, and the exact times of it as well. Um, and there's, again, that wide spectrum in between. So that's kind of a nutrition planning exercise. Again, if you go into the gym and you don't even know what you're lifting until you step into the gym, that's a problem. The only way I think it's not a problem is if you're participating in a class and you have a coach or a a private training session and someone's laid it out for you and you don't have to think about it, but then they have the plan. But if you're just kind of showing up and just like, all right, what am I feeling today? you're setting yourself up for disaster because you could just wander about the gym. How do you, what's your goal? Like, how do you even know if what you're doing is hitting your goal um, and kind of everything in between? So that's a little bit, I think, on the fitness side. And then even for the success side, and again, you know, take it with a grain of salt, y'all. I'm obviously not where I want to be career, like uh, I would say the business, you know, but we've continuously grown and I'd like to share my experience because of that growth, there is success there and there's always going to be continued success and failures and things to learn. Um, and from what I've seen, even worse for me and what from the people that I study and, and you know, you, you could pay a lot of money to get information from really successful people. And I'm fortunate enough to have either those people in my network or the people that I'm close to and trust, they kind of have that as well and they share it. And what you see is having a plan, knowing, okay, what am I doing this quarter? For example, it's the fourth quarter right now, especially for the fitness world. It's like our Super Bowl. New Year's is the big time of year. Everybody knows it from Black Friday to New Year's. And even that following month, that's when, you know, Weight Watchers, most fitness facilities, any kind of programs, even for us, you know, we're going to have a drastic boost in sales and revenue. Um, so planning, hey, what's our what's going to be our plan for that? How are we going to handle it? What I've learned from my own past experiences, especially while we're in Thailand, um, I, I like to think we're creating engines and like whether it's a sales engine or a training engine or whatever we're doing, it's kind of a process. We have this system to it. It allows us to know that it's replicable and we can do it again with certain adaptations, obviously, to the individual or situation. But 
that's part of the plan and saying, okay, I'm going to execute. This is how it's going to happen. Let's go out and do it. If you just, again, show up, like if I were to just show up and my website had no rhyme or reason or plan on when a user interacts with it, how are you going to get to great content? How are you going to know how to purchase something? So we plan out, even the website, it's laid out with a reason in mind. First, it's to kind of get you to the content because I want you guys to have value and learn things and have it easily accessible. And then from there, we have relevant kind of um, items that I think that are going to be worth value to that listener, reader, whatever, however you're consuming the content that hopefully you're going to find value in. And then great. If you like it, cool. This is the options. This is, we make it as easy as possible for you to sign up and get the product or service that you want. And making sure once you get that, then there's also a plan on how it's delivered, getting feedback and all those variables there. So that's kind of the planning side. Then we go to prioritize. So with ADLs, um, activities of daily living, especially geriatrics, is prioritizing what's going to be the key thing. Like going to the doctor is going to be number one priority. So we're going to make sure that I have energy for that. Um, Where I think it translates to nutrition and fitness is prioritizing again, what's our key goal? What's our key objective of the day? And also prioritizing how this fits into our lifestyle. Like for example, I'm married. I have a daughter who's 15 months. You know, my wife is pregnant. We're going to have another baby on the way. That's number one priority. Even with my business, with all this other stuff, with fitness, I'll be honest with everybody. My family is first, number one. That's always what it's going to be. Um, And whether you understand or don't, I'm sorry, that's just the situation. So that's a priority. And knowing that, even when it comes to nutrition and and, um, training, prioritizing our day, prioritizing how it fits into your lifestyle. So for me, versus when I was fighting, I don't need to be 10%, 8% body fat. Um, Do I want to be? Sure. Sometimes I want to be 10% walking around with abs, but from prioritization of how much it takes and what I get out of it and how it applies to my life, really being in a teen percentage, like, you know, 14 to 18% is more of a priority and how I'm going to get there and how it fits with my lifestyle. So I think making sure you know what the plan is and prioritizing the things on your plan. Where I think it fits into business, same thing. You know, my family comes first. So for example, like instead of doing the podcast, I actually went to go, you know, make sure that we had breakfast, that my daughter was having food first, she's fed, she's happy, my wife's good, she's fed, happy, good stuff. Then I take care of business. Um, So, and and that's kind of where I think the prioritization comes in and tagging it in for business. Again, minusing out other things that may take priority over it. Once you get to your task list for your business, nutrition, fitness, whatever have you, making sure you prioritize the things you need to get done. So like my daily list is five. I have a minimum of five things I have to get done. I rank them one through five. I get those. And once I get those done, the rest comes into play. Um, So that's a little bit about prioritizing how I think it fits in. Then looking at um, pace and pace and position, I think can kind of tie in even with prioritize. So pace specifically for ADLs, Pace yourself when you're doing things like don't be in a rush to get dressed and then burn out all your energy. And then again, you're not going to make it to the doctor's office because you're drained, Um, especially believe it or not for geriatrics. That's a huge consideration. I think it should be even more of a consideration in the rest of the population. Maybe we take it for granted. So pacing yourself, for example, don't say you're going to try and lose 10% body fat in two weeks. Not realistic. That's not a good pace. Go quarter percent body fat every week over the next 12 weeks. Then boom, you're going to lose 4% body fat. Um, So that's kind of part of where the pacing steps in on that side. And then even from a nutrition standpoint, pace yourself. Don't try and do everything all at once. Don't try and change your entire lifestyle in one shot. Do one thing at a time. Prioritize that. Have a plan for it. Implement it. And then stick to it. And then after that, you can kind of keep checking things off the list. It's that pace that's going to be sustainable and realistic, especially for a lifestyle. And then going to business, 
pacing efforts. Like I, if let's say I have a thousand dollar marketing budget, I have to pace that budget to make it last the whole month. I can't blow it my first two days and then I'm done the rest of the 28 days or let's say my, my uh, operational costs or whatever, whatever have you, you have to pace and that's where I still prioritize and planning kind of piggybacks off of it. And that's why I kind of like these four P's and how they can extrapolate out. Um, and then kind of bring in the last P position, for geriatrics, positioning meaning what's the most energy draining? Standing is very draining, and believe it or not, being hinged over like the position you'll be in to put your shoes on, again, very draining because you can't take deep breaths, you can't get oxygen, impacts how our kind of function is going to be, especially brain function. We need oxygen. So, with that being said, where I think it ties in from a positionary standpoint, fitness, obviously, kind of obvious, like position, make ourselves physically in good position, but I think also positioning yourself throughout the day is a key one too, like what time of day is it, are you keeping track of your schedule, are you staying on point, are you falling behind, are you forgetting things, that's kind of part of positioning too, then from a nutritionary standpoint, position, like I, the way I think of it is, how do I position my plate? You know, is it half of it's going to be protein and vegetables? Then the other half, I'm going to kind of split between a quarter of um, my plate altogether, 25% or half of my other half is going to be fruits and um, potential starchy carbs. And then that other quarter percent is going to fill in depending on, you know, whether I need some more fats going on, depending on my activities, maybe I need to recover. So I'm going to have an extra amount of carbs in there to help with that, or I'm going to implement more fats because I'm trying to, you know, bring that aspect of my omega threes coming up and the nutrients that are going to be rich in kind of fat and fat soluble nutrients. Um, and then where I think it fits into business, your position, where's your position in the market? You know, where, where do you rank? Like, for example, um, are you a startup and you kind of have to focus on that aspect? Are you a dominator in the market? Are you number, are you Amazon? Are you Google? And then you're trying to just kind of continuously lead the way and stay ahead. Those are all key things to know and stay on top of. And again, piggyback on where's your pace? What's your priority? And are you going to plan? What is your plan and how that all fits in? So yeah, y'all I'm, I'm pretty kind of pumped about those four P's and how we can apply them. And I'd love to hear your feedback too, if you found that helpful and uh, I'm going to go crush it in the gym now pumped for that. And I will catch you guys next time. Peace. So I just wanted to say thank you guys again for watching, listening, consuming that episode. If you guys enjoyed it and you haven't already, please like, uh, please comment. If you haven't reviewed, please leave a review. If you haven't followed or subscribed, please do that as well. Again, it tremendously helps us out. And then just a quick reminder, if you guys want more resources, we have them below. We have our programs, everything from free all the way up to paid and kind of everything in between dial in with the customization and we have more information on different programs and resources in our newsletter. So if you haven't signed up for that, do so below. It's free. And that is it y'all. See you on the next one.